0: happens when we die. We probably never really sit down and think about what happens when we die. It's not until a close friend or a family member dies that we truly take stock of our own lives. And depending what your religious beliefs are or are not, I find peace belief structure usually influence how you come to terms with this sometimes frightening and somewhat overwhelming proposition of our own mortality. And if you'd like to know more about what I've discovered, then listen to the end and as always, I'll tell you everything I've learned on my journey of life. Now you are listening to Positive Mindset Project and I'm your host, Mark Probers. Please be sure to like, subscribe and give me a five-star rating. And if you feel someone you know, would enjoy this episode please go ahead and share it i'm on a mission to get my one hundred thousand subscribers and i can't do it without your generosity and support i need you to help me get to that milestone now when i think back to the first time i was deeply affected by the death of someone close to me i was about 20 years old and it was a childhood friend of mine who was killed in a freak traffic accident, he was on his motorbike. We'd pretty much grown up together, playing football, surfing. We even drank our first beer together. We even worked together, side by side as apprentices. When I take myself back to that time, I can remember it hit me and my whole small town like a ton of bricks. He was a very much loved member of our community and an excellent person and friend. And we all still miss him and talk about him to this day. Now, back in those days, most of us had little to no spiritual awareness or religious affiliations to guide us. And either did most of our peers. We just loved to surf, swim, party, hang out at the beach. We were all just loving life to its fullest. We had such an amazing and free childhood for which I'm eternally grateful. So when a tragedy like this happened, I just felt so lost, so angry and frustrated. And that was for years, really. Until a point came in my life where I'd forgotten why I'd even felt that way in the beginning. All I knew was I had to just get over it in my own way. And as time went on, those memories faded, enough to make that loss more bearable. Though when I think about it, the sadness never really faded. Now, sorry, guys, I know I'm getting a bit heavy here, but my unconscious mind just took us both back right there to how I was feeling right back then in the moment. So I'm going to lighten the hell up for you now, I promise. For the most part, us kids start out our lives innocently playing, laughing, enjoying life and we're pretty much kept away from funerals until we reach an age where we can actually comprehend and grasp the process of what's just happened. And as we get older we start to go to more and more funerals and then one day we don't go to so many anymore and then we realize our own funeral will be the last one we ever go to yeah i know it's heavy but hang on here's the part where we light mail up this podcast is called positive mindset project So let's go there together right now. Now, what I can remember from my Christian learnings, I was taught that if we were good, we get to pass through the pearly gates of heaven, and if we're bad, we get to go to hell for eternity. It kind of reminds me a little bit like those old stories the Europeans used to tell us about St. Nicholas. Now, I'm certainly no expert on religion, though I read that Muslim faith has a similar belief structure to Christianity, except the men have 72 virgins waiting for them when they go to heaven, and the righteous women will be restored to their virginal maiden status and will remain eternally young in paradise. That's about all I know on that. Now, this isn't meant to offend anyone this is just what i've read now this is what i've learned from my own travels to the east i understand that the buddhist teachings view life as a continuum believing that consciousness the spirit or the soul continues after death and may be reborn and death can actually be an opportunity for the liberation from the cycle of life with death then rebirth And they actually have no concept of punishment or reward. And there is no divine being who decides who goes to hell or heaven. They go through the process of karma, going back to earth every time they die, to learn more each time until they reach some kind of nirvana. This is the final goal of Buddhism now listen up carefully and i'll share with you what i learned firsthand whilst i was in india many years ago now let me take you back right there now i was in a town called agra and for those of you that don't know india this is where you go and stay when you want to visit the taj mahal now the taj mahal is the greatest mausoleum to love ever built The Mughal emperor Shah Jahan built it to immortalise his wife, Mumtaz Mahal. It took him around 11 years to build this mausoleum called the Taj Mahal. Now, back to my story. I can remember walking down the filthy ramshackle streets to the entrance of the Taj Mahal, and there was a pedalo rickshaw guy And he comes up to me saying, rickshaw, rickshaw, you want rickshaw. He was practically in rags, completely dishevelled. It's about 30 degrees in the sun. And I take one look at him and say, I'm okay. I can walk from here. It's only a few hundred metres away. Now, he's not interested in any of that sort of excuses. So he keeps at me asking as he's pedalling right next to me, non-stop, rickshaw, rickshaw, you need rickshaw. Now I turn to him because now I'm starting to get annoyed with him by this stage, and I say, listen, I'm all good, go find someone else and stop hassling me. And you know what? Then he turns, and then right at that moment in the 30 degrees plus sun with him on his rickshaw, sweating, pedalling right next to me, practically wearing nothing but rags, He looks right into my eyes and says to me, well, my friend, maybe in the next life when I see you, I'll be walking down the street in my nice new clothes and you'll be peddling this rickshaw just like me. Wow. (laughs) That really brought it home for me and taught me exactly what karma was all about. I learned a valuable lesson that day, and that was to always be grateful of my station in life and never to take anything for granted. And I never forgot that. The last place you would want to find yourself in India is as a pedalo rickshaw guy. That's one tough life. You're competing with all those other guys for your next fair, breathing all that pollution in all day long. We've got it so good here in the first world. And that I'm so grateful for. And if you're wondering, did I give him any money? Well, I'm ashamed to say, no, I didn't. I just kept walking. I just left him there. You see, once you've been in India for a few months, you become conditioned to your environment. And the streets there are absolutely full of beggars. There's just not enough money in your wallet to help them all. Now, not long after this experience, I found myself in a town called Varanasi. This is a religious town. And this is where you'll find the burning ghats on the bank of the Ganges River. This is where people either come to die or they have died and the family bring their body to be burned. They transport these bodies from all over India by bus, by taxi, by tuk-tuk, whatever it takes. And it can take many days for bodies to arrive from all over India on the Indian public transport system which is like nothing else on earth. And I can attest to that personally. I traveled the entire of India on that bus and train system. Now, once their remains are burned, they throw them right into the Ganges River and they can be upstream from people bathing and washing their clothes and collecting water. It's pretty much a free for all. It really is an experience difficult for Westerners to comprehend overwhelming is probably the only word i would think of to describe the scenes on that riverbank especially when i first witnessed it i spent a few hours there talking to locals who cared for the ill and prepared the dead for their next journey on the wheel of karma now it really doesn't matter what your belief system is that's your belief system and i fully respect that And I hope I haven't offended anyone because that's not my goal here. Now, when I take a scientific look into us as humans, our bodies are capable of producing about 100 watts of energy, and in some cases, people are capable of producing 2000 watts of energy in short, intense bursts. And from what I can understand is that we're made up of matter, and matter has energy, and energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. So I figure that energy must go somewhere. And if the universe is infinite, maybe that's why it hurts so much when people leave us. Because instinctively, we we know that there is this infinite space out there. Who knows? One thing I know for sure, it's the people who are left behind They're the ones left to grieve and to find meaning for their loss. And they ultimately need to go on a journey of growth and healing which needs to happen so that they can go on with the rest of their lives feeling whole and complete. But the big question is, where do we go? Well, maybe we go to wherever we imagine. I mean, when you think about it, the life you're currently living right now was created by your own beliefs and that came from your own imagination. That's how everything we ever built was created. We had to imagine it first before we could actually create it. Now, I remember reading an article from a palliative nurse who told stories of the biggest regrets her patients had on their deathbeds and I can tell you money and possessions didn't even rank on the list what she spoke about was her patients said that they wish they had spent more time with loved ones they said they wish they had had not worked so hard and spent so much time at work they wish they had the courage to express their feelings. They wish they had have stayed in touch with more friends. You can definitely understand that one. They wish they had allowed themselves to be happier. And they wish they had the courage to live a life true to themselves, not the lives others expected of them. I think it's important that we actually don't know what happens to us when we die, because I feel if we did know It would probably affect how we behaved in this reality we call life on Earth. And we probably wouldn't learn what we came here to learn. And we wouldn't cherish our opportunity at life here on Earth. And that leads me to, maybe we should think more about how we live our lives on Earth than how we leave Earth. And that's what I got for you today. I really hope you enjoyed my latest episode on Positive Mindset Project. I'm your host, Mark Roberts. Please like, share, subscribe, and please don't forget to give me a five-star rating. If no one told you today, I love you and I appreciate you. Thank you.